2022 had a few surprises in store for us. Economists had a busy year. As the year draws to a close, it's time to take a look back at the past 12 months. My name is Ashley. I'm here with Sebastien McMahon, our Chief Strategist and Senior Economist at IA Financial Group, and Marc Gagnon, Vice President, Portfolio Manager for North American Equity at IA Financial Group. Marc, Sébastien, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to be here, Ashley. And it's great to be here and it's great to be with you, Marc, also. I mean, it's not uh, every team that has uh, among them one of the, the, the top portfolio managers in the country. This year, you won the Top Gun Award for Portfolio Managers for Canadian Equities. Is that, uh, that right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So it's good to have, you know, the best in the business uh, yeah. with us today. Here. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, uh, you're as good as your last year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and so, gentlemen, how would you qualify the last year? Yeah, that's a good segue. So, I mean, <laughs> you're as good as the last year. I would say that, you know, as the year started, we expected 2022 to be the, the year of uncertainty. Uh, 2020, of course, was the year of the virus. 2021, the year of the vaccine. Uh, but I, I would say now that the year is over. I'd say I'd change my pick maybe and say that 2022 was the year of the hangover or the after effects of all of the medicine that was injected in the economy following the pandemic. So that's how I would qualify it. How would you qualify it, Mark? And I agree, uh, Sebastien. It was uh, quite an hangover. Uh, we know that the central bank had to lower interest rate uh, during the pandemic uh, because of, you know, the, the, the situation was extremely serious. And uh, also the they threw a lot of money uh, at the economy. You know, everybody got their check in the mail. Uh, so it was a extreme time and uh, extreme measures to 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 make it better. But the 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 effect of that is what we're going through these days. Is is and that's economy 101, by the way. If you uh, you throw too much money at a hot economy, uh, what you get? Inflation, and that's uh, that's where we are. Yeah, and no one knew exactly. What was uh, the the right you know package to deliver? And you know the, the 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 answer from authorities was far from perfect, of course. But you know no one knows. They even consulted us in the private sector, and you know we were giving advice, but we were also happy that we were we're not the ones making the decisions. So. I mean, we avoided likely an economic depression. We got a 7-8% uh, inflation and volatility in the markets uh, instead. But uh, yeah, 2022 was, as you said, Ashley, uh, an eventful year. Absolutely. And it's hard to talk about 2022 without discussing COVID. Yeah, exactly. So COVID cases, I mean, we're still struggling with COVID now. We feel that, you know, it's in the past. But, you know, personally, I'm just coming back from COVID right now. So that explains my voice here. Uh, when you look at the stats, you see in China, there's the, 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 there's never been as many COVID cases now that are you know, at least reported officially, if we believe the numbers. Yeah. In the States, we know that people that have a job but are not at work because of illness, it's at an all-time high. So COVID was omnipresent in 2022. And I don't know if you agree, Mark, but uh, likely 2023, 2024, we'll still be yeah. discussing COVID. Yeah, and we, we uh, unfortunately also, we, we are just starting to realize what are the effects of, of long COVID, for example, how many people are suffering from it and for all long, you know, there's still some people that are disabled after nine months, you know, suffering from, from, from the virus and the consequences 
of that illness. So that's that's pretty important, man, because when we talk about the you know how many uh, people are there uh, available to work, the labor force, um, we have to account for that change, and it's, it seems to be uh, an important one, and. Um, And uh, yeah, so COVID, uh, we we started the year with uh, a rise in Omicron. Uh, now it's a little better year, like you said, in uh, in North America and Europe. But uh, in China, they are still uh, struggling mm-hmm. with the virus. Uh, you know, they they are a bit late uh, in terms of uh, opening, uh, and now they are trying to, but it's uh, it's not going to be easy for sure. No, and uh, COVID zero in China that that's a huge. Uh, win for the global economy. We know that the, the Chinese economy explains 20% of global GDP growth. So for every dollar of new GDP every year, 20 cents comes from China. So when they're done with COVID zero, it's going to be a huge tailwind, a huge potential for growth is going to be unleashed. But uh, I mean, depending on what you look at, on who you read, if you look at the politics, the economics, I mean, it's uh, hard to expect, let's say, that COVID zero is about to end You know, late 2022, early 2023. Right. Yeah, yeah, their economy needs a, needs a reopening, but they have to walk the fine line between the economy and their people because if, if they open too fast, uh, they have a, a, a very, you know, a significant part of the population is older and they are not as well protected as uh, here in North America and in uh, Europe. So they know that and they have to walk that fine line. It's not going to be easy. Yeah, so okay. So COVID still has, you know, its big footprint on the global economy. You know, something we've been discussing a few times in the past. Uh, will we live in a post-COVID world one day? And is is there such a thing as a post-COVID world? I think it will stay. It will remain uh, somehow. Uh, the, the the fact that we went through that virus, not everything will 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 you know be uh, exactly the same. And and some of the, the those things will be for the, I think for the best. Like for example, work from home. I don't know for you, Sebastian, but uh, from time to time, I like to be in my sweatband. Nobody knows it, of course, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and I work from home, and I think it's it's even more productive because yeah. I can take more meetings. Meetings, uh, you know, and uh, so I, th- that's one of the positive. Uh, so yeah, no, I think it, things will never be the same. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. maybe just like uh, post 9 11 I mean, some things we we live with now, like extra security at the airport and extra focus on national security. I mean, we'll live with that. We think it's normal, but you know, the world has changed then, and likely, you know, for you know, uh, security of uh, you know supply chains and reshoring and all of that, probably the world will never be exactly the same. Yeah, that's a good point. And another uh, thing that stole the show in 2022, sorry, is inflation. I don't remember hearing so much uh, constantly about inflation in my lifetime. Of course, but you're you're very young, Ashley, oh, of you. course. I mean, I'm, I'm 43 <laughs> and me me neither had never heard that much about inflation because the last time we had strong inflation it was in the early 1980s and I was, you know, a baby then. So, but uh, you know there's there's kind of there there's three types of inflation generally. There's the supply driven or cost push and this is what we had initially when you know they started closing off some regions of China or in Asia and then you realize that well to build a car you need parts that come from everywhere around the world and if you know the supply of that is hampered then uh, car producers will either pay up to have the the, the 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 parts and then they just raise the bill for every 
everyone who wants the car, you know, that, 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 that kind of cost push or even uh, transportation costs were higher. Now, the good news is that most of that is in the past. There's still some because China is still closing large parts, but this is likely largely in the past. Uh, the demand-driven type of inflation, uh, people you know, having lots of money in their pockets, spending more, we can go to the restaurants, so we started buying more goods, all of this kind of story. It's uh, fading. It's not completely faded, but it's fading. Uh, inflation is taking a, taking a large bite of uh, purchasing power, so good news there, but now it's the built-in part where wages are starting to rise, which pushes inflation higher, and because inflation is higher, people ask for higher wages, and then you have this spiral. So, you know, this is, we're still in it and that explains why central banks are, you know, hiking like they're doing. Yeah, we did uh, a lot of things happen on the inflation front and as, as you said, Sebastian, where we are at the stage where people want to have an increase in, in salary and compensation because, they're, you know, they, they see the their, their capacity to buy the, the food and everything going away, slipping away like that. They, they want to react, they want better pay and that's normal but when we are at that point, that's where it starts to be, uh, you know, entrenched. And that's the problem. That's what yep. central bank want to avoid. And one thing that didn't help at all and, and you know, happened in a very bad timing uh, for the inflation is what happened in Ukraine. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the war that uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, very few people thought that Russia would go as far as invading Ukraine. But I think there are even less people that thought that this war will last until now. and it's More pretty, than a week. Yeah. <laughs> more than a week and it's a pretty serious one I mean there, there's, there's there's a lot of very hard fighting there um, and unfortunately a lot of dead people are dying on the on that ground so so and and but there were also consequences on uh, consequences on, on uh, commodities I think of oil natural gas in Europe that you know that was cut we, we know that uh, Germany for example needed uh, Russian gas and they, mm -hmm. they, they turn off the tap uh, food same thing uh, also so, uh, you know, was affected with the price of wheat, uh, corn, and so on. And, 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 you know, this year, inflation, uh, food inflation at 10% in Canada, ooh, that's a lot. That's yeah. not easy to pay for. And that affects everybody. I mean, everybody has to, to eat, of course. So. Yeah, and, you know, the, the Ukraine situation, commodity prices, I mean... No one, well, you, you could say that if, with hindsight, it was, I mean, it was evident that we would have something like that, but it did still, you know, fuel inflation to levels that were, that became more, let's say, sustainable than maybe if we had not, but we'll never know. Uh, of course, if uh, without Ukraine, if inflation would already be back to the target, but droughts around the world, fueling food inflation, I mean, the the climate change issues where we've been talking about them theoretically for a while, now it seems that we're there and likely for the next few years, uh, we should expect year over year to have some surprises that could be inflationary because of climate change going forward. Yeah, and uh, I think that's why uh, the, the the central banks around the world were caught off guard that much. I mean, they were surprised, but but that fueling of inflation that went on, and uh, they had to really step up on step on the brake, you know, in a very forceful manner, uh, manner, uh, you know, like two feet on the brake at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I think, uh, as you 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 often mentioned to me, that you know the rise. The rise in interest rate was was unprecedented in terms mm -hmm. of speed, and uh, you know we had a 
how many rays of 75, 100 basis yeah. points. It in was the amazing. US, we had four consecutive 75 basis point That's hikes. I mean, spectacular. Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember a time that when uh, discussing for half a point was uh, like, a, ooh, it's yeah. going to be huge after point. So we had 75. I heard a couple of times they're going to raise 1%. percent. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, we had... Uh, Let's say the year was uh, one for the history books. Absolutely. So, Marc, uh, Sébastien, thank you so much. That covers part one, but stay tuned for part two of our 2022 recap here on our In Your Interest podcast by IA Financial Group. Love this podcast? Want to know more about economic news? Follow our In Your Interest podcast, available on all platforms. Visit the economic news page on ia.ca or follow us on social media.